Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, host. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hello and welcome. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And this is Cozy Conversations. Conversations. (laughs) We are really channeling SNL right now. You guys, welcome. We are so excited. Tonight's podcast is going to be a hoot. Real hoot. So get your tissues and your rubber sheets because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of crying and squirting. I didn't see that in the notes. Well, now you won't know. Surprise the cats out of the bag. You guys, my three best, best, there are three of us tonight. My very, very best friend um, from Melbourne, Australia is joining us, Deanna. Deanna Rocha. Deanna Hi. Rocha. Hey. Hey, guys. I'm welcome. so good. How are you? I'm doing pretty great now that I'm seeing your face again, as always. I love that you say Melbourne correctly. Well, if I can't say your name properly. No, you might as well get one thing right. (laughs) I've always wanted to know, Lauren, because you started to say Melbourne correctly. Oh, what was that? Melbourne. (laughs) Melbourne correctly. Yeah, that's the very American way to say it. So when you say Melbourne around here, do people recognize what you're saying? You yeah, kind of sound talk. like you're having a stroke, but you are saying it right. Who, Thank me you. or Michelle? Lauren. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> because in America, lots of people say Melbourne based on the way it's spelled. And yes, but as you've found out over the years, us Aussies don't seem to say things as they're spelled. Certainly do not. Not only as they are spelled, but... Over the course at of all. Our we're gonna dive <laughs> at all. We're gonna dive deep into this, you guys. And you're gonna I talk about Deanna a lot. I refer, I've I've spoken about her a ton in the podcast. Um and you know, I've had her on my Instagram and whatnot. There's some history. Right. There's a lot of history. Yeah. We're gonna dive into that. So, you know, we're just gonna ask you to sit tight just for one hot second because we have one small housekeeping thing to dive into, and that is the listener review. That's correct. And Deanna, you know. Being a listener, you know how important it is to leave us reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I have left you a review and you never read it out. And maybe I should just keep writing them under alias names. Like uh, maybe because Deanna Rauka. Deanna Rauka. <laughs> you won't know it's me. <laughs> it's the other Deanna from Melbourne, Australia. So Michelle is going to dive in and she is going to read because this is a very, very special review for Michelle. So Deanna listen up. Lauren, this is an honor. Thank you so much. You're for so me welcome. Take it this is, um, this review comes by Pinner McKinsky. And this person says, it's like, you know, them with five stars. Thank you. I just want to say thank you right out of the gate. Oh, Pinner. thank you, Pinner. Pinner says, you know, these ladies, they are your college roommate, your work gal pal, your bestie sister. You feel like you're a part of the conversation and they are saying everything you are thinking. You will laugh out loud while walking your dog, and you don't even care what people think. They are funny and smart, and they are everything you love about Chicago. 
they are a gentle reminder that things will be okay as long as you have your best girls. Mm-hmm. And here it comes. Here it comes. And Michelle, you are my favorite. It's love, Pinner. Thank you, Pinner. <laughs> Finally, someone says I'm their favorite. Because episode 42 and because I'm the Michelle between my three sisters. Well. Well, there you go, Pinner. I am. McPinsky. I'm honored and so this is so sweet. Well, I have to, you know, piggyback off this because I'm pretty sure that you, I'm, I'm convinced that now after all these years, Deanna, that now Michelle has taken the favorite spot for you when it used to be me. Well, I'm Stop. only friends with you so that I can try and make out with Michelle. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I, am, I am half lesbian. Well, Michelle, I'm so happy that that review came your way. It Doesn't really, it, it's great. It really meant a lot. And I appreciated it. I mean, not just for what she said to me about me being my, her favorite, but. But also, also relating to the fact that you both are the three, you know, you're the sister of the same three sisters. Yep. Or, yep. you know, the same equivalent. She gets, she, she gets, gets it. it. She gets it. So speaking of like hanging out, like with the review and whatnot, with your best friend, and I'm fortunate enough, we're fortunate enough to have my best friend on with us tonight. Deanna, I think it'd be only fair to tell people like how the hell our love story got started. Well, didn't it start with me jumping off a couch because I was running away from a gigantic Italian bee? This is true. Now this was, (laughs) and then I, and then I ended up in hospital. You ended up in hospital, not Fabio hospital. No. So that's another thing. We have to stop right here for just one moment because we've got to backtrack how we both were in the same space in Italy. And also what we're learning right now is, that what our, our listeners are going to find out is an Aussie and English thing to do is to say instead, um, Grandpa Joe is in the hospital, which is what we say here in yes. the States. Aussie. They omit the the. They omit the the. And it's Grandpa Joe is in hospital. Yes. Oh, I don't you know, say the. Shit. No, no you don't. <laughs> no. And neither do British folk, I believe. It's mm. just in hospital. Yeah. They're in hospital. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here is, here it's, they're in the hospital. So in any case, Deanna did end up going to the hospital or or to hospital in in Italy. It sounds, it sounds so awkward when you say it, like in (laughs) hospital. So here's how this goes. Let's backtrack to, I think it was like 2005-ish around that time. No, it was actually, I'll tell you, it was 2004. Okay, 2004. I was about 21 years old. How old were you at the time? 18, 17, 18, 18, 18. And what happened was 18 is my, yeah. I, yep. And my dad came up to me and my brother and said, listen, this government organization of Italy is asking for kids and descendants of all over the world to meet together in Casino, Italy, where you will meet other people of the likes from all over the world. And you will live together and you will learn the language and hopefully one day maybe get like dual citizens in here. I really wanted to go to this. Okay. And I couldn't because I came home from college and started. Imagine if Michelle went. I wanted to, and I just wanted to explain just a little bit differently. What Lauren said is that I was pissed I couldn't go. Wait, I didn't even know that that was an option for you. To I couldn't. It wasn't an option. I was too old by like a very short amount of time. But how you could go on this was the Italian government was basically issuing scholarships to American-born citizens who could prove their lineage. Mm. And if you could prove your lineage to Italy in the different regions, they would grant you they access basic, to school. Exactly. Which, was it really school, guys? Like, what kind of learning were you guys doing in this school? I Coronas. Honestly, 
How, <laughs> how long were you Corona's there? Corona's before coronavirus. Oh, how long yeah. were you there? One month. We were one month there. And we were Wait, staying- wait a minute. Can we, there was no mobile phones. There, there was, was nothing. We were literally dumped, <laughs> dumped in the <laughs> middle were. of this little town in Italy Tiny with village. no, yeah, there was like one phone that you had to get a call card to ring your totally. parents. Totally. Yep, a call like, card. It was a different world. And I think it was in a better world. I agree. And it was such a cool experience because we get there and it's my brother and I, and there was like two or five Americans and there were a handful of Canadians. And then there was like a boat full of Aussies and <laughs> Brazilians and Argentinians. Yeah. So it was like so random. I have never, I had never met Australians or Brazilians of the likes before, nor had I ever been dumped in the middle of a country <laughs> in this tiny village to fend for myself. You lucky bitch. But then we find yeah. each other. Yeah, we find each other. But now, Deanna, you were saying that the story is important because you did fall. You twisted your ankle off the couch and whatnot. You were right out of the gate. Right out. Well, how? I don't know how far into this. I feel so. Obviously, I missed a whole. I skipped that whole story of why we were even in Italy. That's okay. I I think I knew. By the way, my nonno told me like a week before. He's like, "Hey, you want to go to Italy?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." And off I went. We were like two weeks at like a typical. Italian planning it would be like are you coming now or never yeah, okay yeah, now let's yeah. do this so well we get there and- yeah my nonna was the treasurer of the Lazio club so well, that's why you had an in <laughs> yeah so we get there and Deanna you have a story from when you what was the deal you get to the hospital you okay. sprained your ankle and then what happened so I think I got there like a day or so before you guys anyway. And I actually, I didn't actually meet you. I'd met Nikki. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that you existed. Um, and so I, there was this massive, and I'm not exaggerating. This <laughs> bee was, it was like, I mean, no one it was like else, but you guys bee. can see my hands. It was huge. And huge. I have a bit of a phobia of, you know, insects and spiders. So I jump up on this couch, which really wasn't that high. And I have terrible ankles from playing netball <laughs> as a kid. From playing, from playing what? Oh, wait. Netball? Do you even know what netball is? Is that no? What is that? Basketball. Oh, here we go. It started. It started. I knew. It was um, what is netball? Well, at first, so, I thought you said from playing nipple, and I had to weed through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nipples. Yeah, that's <laughs> playing with my nipples. Like, These Australian my ankles are a little sore from all my nipple play. I was like, hey, oh, um. <laughs> this is awkward. Okay, so <laughs> netball <laughs> obviously is not oh, something that nipple. you know. Net net ball. Thank you. Is that better? Thank you. Um, So it's kind of like basketball, but you don't dribble. You have to stop with the ball. And it's a predominantly a female sport, even though some men do pay play, brother. I might be. Oh, it ruins your ankles. Like I walk, my ankles just go and fall. Even so, now, I, I fell over the other day walking the dog. You've got big ankles. Oh, my God. Maybe you should get some, like, maybe you need a brace. Yeah, some a ankle brace. braces. Yeah, some ankle braces and maybe a cane. So, Deanna, oh you, God, fall sorry. you fall Okay, in, so like, I fall. Yeah. And I sprain my ankle, but I sprain it real good. Like, it's it, like, swells up straight away. So, beautiful Romina, who I would call my mum, came with me to the hospital thank god because I mean I could get by in Italian but I I couldn't have fluent conversations which I guess is why I was there in the first place yeah Um, (laughs) side note I still still can't speak Italian but anyway (laughs) (laughs) um so we go to hospital and this like Fabio looking doctor who had 
hair on his chest and I remember vividly like gold chains and I remember like blood on the walls and I was oh, oh, oh. freaking the fuck out. That was, oh my God, that yeah. was smoking in the there hospital I remember inside, yeah. like having mm-hmm. a ciggy. And then I remember <laughs> Romina was translating for me and the doctor I think wanted me to, t- so by the way, I had a mini skirt on like a, a denim skirt. So my ankles were available for him to see and I'm pretty they sure. Were available. Yeah. They were yeah. available. <laughs> I mean, they were available available for whatever he had to do, but I'm pretty sure he wanted to like, he wanted me to take my top off, which is weird, right? You need to check your heart. Check my titties. There's nothing wrong with your nipples. It's your ankle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nipple injury. So I remember Romina going back and forth saying, no, she doesn't need to take her top off. So that was that. Now, Romina, who she's mentioning, was our age, but she was 10 times more responsible and we called her the mother. She wasn't head. a dickhead. She was blessed woman. She's a, we were, she wasn't hilarious. a dickhead. Okay. Yeah, she wasn't like there to have fun. She I mean, she wasn't there to be a, She a probably knucklehead. learned Italian. She, oh, she's She could she's speak it. a lovely little lady. Okay. She was the best. So she is the best. Forward, she was the best. She is the best. So fast forward a little bit and we spend this whole month in Casino, Italy, like, Falling in love with one another. Oh, yeah, like we bought the same love. shoes. We went everywhere we together. Yes. We did you guys go underwear shopping at Intimissimi? We did. Yes, right? of course we did. That's what, that's what American girls do when they go to Italy. They shop at I loved that yes. store. I still do. We bought so, that weird bracelet. It was like a necklace that, yeah, you wrap it around a little bit. And we just started to like connect and we started to realize mm. in this short amount of time that we were like, Pretty much Soulmates. sisters from a different country misters. If That's you will. awesome. And so, there was also Antonella from, from Canada. We were like this little three. We had like a little three way, but we did there was nothing, you know. <laughs> you didn't have a three way. No, we did not. No, we did not. <laughs> nope. We just had so much fun. So then we separate. I remember my Italian family came to pick me up and Dan. We started to like separate our own ways. Now that was 2004, you said, and right now we're in 2021. How we survived a long distance friendship without the tools that we have now. Yeah. I just want to give us a high five. I'm yeah. going to raise the high five. Here, I'll high five you. Thank here. you. Yeah, high five. Oops, that was a high five. Okay, here we go. Was it, did you, were, there, were you guys pen pals? We were email yeah. pals. Dear we diary. <laughs> Dear diary. We did send each other like really, really long, really long emails. Like it would take like days to read and days to respond to. Oh, but we, this is like a love affair, it but is. like a friend love affair. No, for real. It totally is. Aww. So we stayed so strongly connected with one another and it never went away. Plus we realized that we cry, laugh with one another yeah. and then we just cry with one another. Yeah. So over the years in between then and now, we both, she's taken more trips here. You come here more, Deanna. And I've Which my nonna Australia. loved to point out. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> well, what did Nonna say about this? Nonna just kept saying, well, shouldn't she come here now? He said, shouldn't she come here? <laughs> and I did. I made the trek twice. Um, but the thing is about being like these long distance friendships, you know, they, that saying distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. I, in our case, Deanna, I think it's completely true. Yeah. Um, I think you when you this? talk about, I think we said it the other day, our emails, like we'd send an email to say, Hey, I'm going to send you an email tomorrow. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was, it was like a, and then you sat there and then you wrote 
absolutely everything about what was going on. And I, you know, like, it was like a reflection. It was like a diary entry, but it, it's actually very, um, it was so good for the soul. Like it's like you wrote everything yeah. that you were feeling out to this other person that would then read it. And then a couple of days later, like, it's amazing. We do it differently yeah. now. We just, we've always paid such attention to each other's lives and whatnot, but there are a couple funny things I want to point out in between the then when we first met and now, now Deanna has come and visited, as I mentioned, and there was a particular time where I had to go to work. So my dad had to drive her to the airport. Now, every time we <laughs> see each other in person, which we have only seen, like, now this is important. We have only seen each other in person. How many times would you say? The- so maybe seven times. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Is that it? Into perspective. Yeah, put it into perspective. Is that all? And also when I, Deanna, I remember when I was coming to visit you for the first time in 2007, I think my dad rang up your father. Oh, they had a versa. chat. They probably they had, had like chat. a business plan of how they were both going to make money or something. Sure yeah, they were checking on me and, and your dad told yeah. my dad, I will, I will take good care of your daughter and vice versa. And that's when I knew further, we're basically the same person just living in different continents. That is so Italian, by the way. Oh, it's so, so, so Italian. old school. The dad's calling up yeah. each other's dad's yeah. Room, yeah. You know? My mom, my beautiful mom made up this whole spare bedroom for Lauren and she was so excited and we had a spare bed for her and then Lauren slept in my bed the whole time. Of course. <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do? What kind of food did you guys no, eat? No, when I first arrived at your home for the first time, which this was my favorite, I can still remember your mom had the spread of fruit and cheese. It was yeah, like I want to hear about it. It was she? like a charcuterie, yep. It was like a charcuterie plate, but it had a lot of fruit in it because yep. I came around the summerish time to visit you. you. A mango and I learned how to properly cut a mango, score it. Oh, and then I went to Deanna. Remember when we went to go visit Nona and Nona yeah. in their home and they made food and I'll oh. never forget this. Um, Nona and Nona, Nono and Nona, they took me outside <laughs> and they're showing me some animal, looked a little weird. I'm like, what's this thing here? And they're like, I don't know if it was a rabbit. It did not look like the rabbits that we are used to. Okay. And then I remember getting inside and I don't know if someone mentioned that that was going to be part of dinner. And then the <laughs> I was just about to say, do they kill it in front of you and show you? Is that when you became a vegetarian? Pretty much because the ground meat was still like spiralized, you know? Like, yeah. And so I just kind of pushed it aside, but it was old school. It's Italian. It's Aussie. They've got their, their dinner in the backyard. So that's the way it was. There is this thing that Deanna and I have. And if you're friends with us on social media, you'll know that. Deanna refers to my husband as her husband. She makes no bones about it. No bones. And now my mum has jumped on board after many years. We saw, I saw that it was recently (laughs) Anthony's birthday and Deanna's mom said, wish my son-in-law a happy birthday. It creeped me out. And I was like, oh, now I get why everyone thinks it's weird. (laughs) So we don't, Deanna, I don't really know where this started. I think I just accepted the fact that we are a happy sister-wife situation. You know what? I was actually thinking about it before. I think it actually is more about that Anthony and Anthony and I share you. No, because it's like we pretend that we're lovers, but you know, Anthony's just so beautiful, you can't leave him out. So it's just now the three of us. And the word for it is a sister wife. So you are my sister wife. So yeah. much so that Deanna and I have gotten matching tattoos. We have our dash tattoo on our wrist. And I have to tell you guys what this is about because it's so freaking cool. So this was Deanna's idea. 
and it's a dash, like it's a line. I mean, it's, I don't know, a centimeter long. Yeah. And what half it inch. Yep. Half an inch. And <laughs> what it re represents is the poem. It's called the dash poem. I forget the author's name. Just look it up. Linda and it's about, Alice. thank you. And it represents the, on an epitaph on a tombstone where it has the birth, the year of your birth yep. and the year of your date of your death, that space in between. And the whole poem is about like, at the end of the day, are you going to be happy about how you spent that dash? And so Deanna and I, being long distance best friends and fake lesbians, we're like, well, this is what we need to do for our friendship. Well, hang on. There's, I think there's a bit more of a story to this that makes it a little bit funnier. Do you remember when I came to Chicago and I was, sorry, that's my dog. Oh my. <laughs> hey, Ruby. Hey, Roots. Um, I came to Chicago once and, and we were all set on getting a tattoo yeah, together because we wanted to get it whilst we were in the same place because- yeah. I mean, like you said, we've only seen each other like seven times, right? So, and remember then they shaved the back of my hair because I was going to get an L yeah, at the back the of my back. ear. <laughs> so, we get an L on the back of her head. And you were yeah. going to get like a moon, right? I don't know. We just didn't have a plan yeah. yet. Anyway, so it, it didn't work out, but we actually went to the tattoo parlor and I had a bit of my hair shaved from the behind my ear and had it drawn on. I was like, nah. It's not right. It's not right. So and then we left. Since we left, but over that time though, then you did get my my L. I well, so this is this is it. So I got the dash first, and it was yeah. the funniest, quickest tattoo in history. And then I was telling you about, it and you're like, "Oh, okay, I love that." And then I got the L. So what makes it so beautiful is that I had told you that I had booked to get this owl tattoo, which I took directly mm -hmm. from a card or a letter that you'd sent me. So it's actually oh. from your signature. So mm -hmm. I had told you that I'd booked it in for a specific day and time. And then at that exact same time, you got the dash on the opposite wrist and then surprised me yeah. afterwards Imagine. and told me. I always <laughs> knew that you guys were had like this incredible friendship, but just hearing you talk about this and your that story that you just told mm -hmm. and the fact that you put a fucking L on your body for my <laughs> your, of of your best friend like it really is so beautiful it is a beautiful love story so I have to, speaking of this love story this this is where I might I don't think well maybe I almost just started crying well, I might I'm know. pretty sure I'm crying <laughs> Yeah, I might now. I'm also a little buzzed. Good. You know, being buzzed is always Okay, fun. but go on. So I remember, so Deanna, we had to pull some strings just in regards to the the tech, the, the logistics of you coming to our wedding in Mexico. So it all worked out, right? And you get there and whatnot. And I remember I was having a moment and I don't, I, I think you'll remember this. And I was, I was going to have like maybe an anxiety attack. There was just a lot going on. I was, you know having a thing there's just a lot of you know commotion going on so stressful times it was so i asked deanna do you remember when we walked to the beach and i like laid my head on your deanna is my only friend well i have another friend nicole who i can do this with who i can like really like hold hands with hug i yeah. can lay on her lap i know that sounds so strange i but would never do that with my friends I, and i've got some really close friends. i know but that's how like on the beach the day the day before i was to wed my husband our husband anthony you were <laughs> i was head in her lap and she was like caressing intertwined my on the beach yeah we were like little mermaids wow no but that was what i needed at that moment and deanna thank you for being there for me oh my god thank you but i don't know it felt like 
there was not a single other person around. I know. I kilometers, like for miles, kilometers. whatever you want to call it. Like no. there was just, there was no one else there. I do. I remember it. And in my head, I was like, I'll marry him. If, I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't marry Anthony. It's a really bad idea. Something that everyone, I mean, we can all relate to friendships, but pandemic life, like living in it down under and where we are, everyone's experiencing it differently. But I want to put into perspective what your living situation is. You're li- you live alone with your adorable French bulldog, Ruby, who you got like late pandemic. I, I actually got her after the, well, when I say the pandemic, the, the, like the severe restrictions were over. So November, so November was when the restrictions were lifted. Well, the the hard restrictions were lifted. We still have restrictions now. So, but the thing is for us, mm-hmm. and I don't really know what, I'm, it might be the same for you guys. Every state here is different. So Victoria, where I live is probably i would say maybe the strictest state we go in and out of restrictions all the time and to be honest i don't watch the news anymore i stopped watching the news a couple of months mm. into the pandemic last year so around may stressing, i stopped it was, out, wasn't it? It, yeah, it was giving me anxiety it was you'd wake up every morning and you'd check the yeah. numbers because with us it got to a point to eventually count eventually it was based on numbers. So there was actually, for us in Victoria, it wasn't based on a time frame, which it was the first time around. It was, we're doing this for this long and then this is going to happen. The second time around, it was, we're doing this until the numbers get to a certain point. So every day you'd wake up and you'd be like, what are the numbers today? What? So you, your life was on hold yes. until the numbers got to it. And I understand, I'm not saying I disagree. It's not, I'm not going to get political. I'm just saying that was what, our life was so then we sort of started to lift all the restrictions come the end of last year and then a week or two ago there was an outbreak in our hotel quarantine which seems to be a continual issue here in Victoria and then the premier so I think the announcement was at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon and from midnight that day we were going into a hard five-day lockdown that was the Valentine's Day weekend. So it's, it's heavy. It's a lot. You don't leave unless you're getting food or medical supplies. It's crazy. Now, I wanted to go back a little bit to discuss what it is crazy, what your living situation is. Again, you live alone, but for the majority of it, Ruby was not with you. No, and so it was just me. We can't. It was just you. Deanna, would you ever gotten, have gotten a dog? Before, before the quarantine, because we, in the United States, quarantine set in place and there were no dogs to be rescued. Everybody rescued dogs. Oh, and all the prices went up. So So I did want, I did want a dog and Ruby happened to come, come about very organically and it just worked. And I wanted her before, but I couldn't because she had to wait for her pups to go to their home. Mm -hmm. So I would have loved to have had her, um, during lockdown. Yeah. She wasn't around. Do you think having her has helped you? Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I get out of bed every yeah. day and walk her every single day or she'll shit. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring us to where we are now in this life of pandemic, living in a pandemic, Deanna, you have gotten laid off from your job at L'Occitan. L'Occitan. <laughs> and you had been there for a while. Now I know that you are yeah. a an amazing makeup artist and with, with within this job though you were doing what exactly so I, I guess I was more of a rep so I was um, selling the products to the wholesalers and so under these circumstances and with the pandemic you lost your job mm-hmm. and 
I'm sorry to t- I'm sorry that that happened. That sucks. Thank you. And I, I hate that that happened too because I know I know what kind of woman you are and you I know that you love your job and you take care of your job and you've been working for a very long time. And so where are you now? What's your headspace with the situation? So I was really upset as as I think is the standard um what's the word like reaction I guess to, yeah. to what happening I was I was in shock because during oh. the pandemic I'm actually very grateful that I was working through the pandemic because I had a very different experience yes I was at home every day but I was flat out I was never busier um so for five during the four, pandemic. yeah never busier wow. because I couldn't go anywhere people I dealt with a lot of pharmacies and they were still operating they were like one of the only retailers that operated through the whole thing so mm-hmm. I was never busy. I was also doing other things at, at work, but yeah, I was so busy. So I'd um, come back from our Christmas break and my first day back at work, I was what we call it, it was made redundant. So I think I needed to give myself some time for the shock to wear off because you do, you go through feelings of like self, self-worth and just feeling just generally shit about yourself um, because although you told over and over again, it's not personal. It's incredibly personal when it's you, um, you know. So I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. So I took some time just to not think um, about. I mean, look, I have crazy anxiety too. So I'm always thinking about what next and what I have to do or what I need to do. Um, so yeah, it took some time to not think at all and to try and give my brain a bit of a rest to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and I guess upon reflection, this is something that I've been asking for, for a really long time. I know Michelle, you talk about a lot, like your change of career and and Lauren has before and Anthony, I didn't want to do what I was doing. Um, but you get comfortable, I think, earning a decent wage and living Mm -hmm. a certain lifestyle. And then you become, I guess, or I become a bit scared of change and, what about this and what about that and what about if this doesn't work and you know I live by myself in an apartment I have a mortgage it's not you know I'm well past living with my parents love them but I can't live with them yeah. <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> sorry mum um took some time to have a think and then I was like right I I think it's time to go back and study it's something that I wanted to do for a really long time but you always find I think reasons not to do it like how can I work full time and study? I, if I don't work full time, I'm not going to have money. Whereas now I've been given an opportunity where I've, you know, had a a payout and I can actually now do it. So I've decided to actually take a break from work altogether and not put the pressure on myself to try and do everything. I don't know when I'll get a chance to not work for, you know, a good six months, you know, a lot of my friends have kids and they've yeah. stopped working, which is great and fine that they've decided to make stay at home with their kids. I don't personally see myself having a want to have kids. So I feel like this is maybe my time to stop. So, yeah, I'm studying mm-hmm. human resources, which I've I actually really enjoy. And it's been part of my jobs for many, many years. But fuck, it is hard. <laughs> Like this is a change of pace, a change of lifestyle. Holy shit. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to sit down and concentrate for more than like 20 minutes. But I found that to be an issue in lockdown anyway. Like I think 
it was sort of a roll on effect from that as well. Um, But I have been told just to ease into it and it's going to take a few weeks to to find my groove. I think that's I think that's great advice. I think it's a great piece. Ease into it. Why does it have to be like this like running start where you like slam dunk no, your way? No, she's in a because massive that's, a massive, yeah. massive tra- tra- transition and life change. Yeah, so and that's, that's what, what I have to do. remember. I think we're so used to you have to do this and this needs to be done and you know, always in a rush that I'm just trying to breathe a little bit. But and just you know, by you sharing good. stuff just by you sharing what you're doing in this transition and knowing you as well as I know you, I know that you are going to thrive in this industry in HR or HR. I know you're going to thrive and I'm excited to see this transition for you because I feel like the people that are going to have you as part of their team, they are, you're lucky, but they're the lucky ones that are going to get you. This is really exciting for you, Deanne. I'm happy for you. It is. And it scares the shit out of me also, but I mean, how boring would life be if you're not scared shitless every day? Exactly. Exactly. Deanna, it was so fun having you on. This really was fun. so much fun. Am I Enjoy famous now? Yeah, you are. I love it. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I was- love listening to you guys. I am that person that when I'm walking the dog, I'm laughing so hard and talking <laughs> back to you as well. And I don't give a shit what people think when I'm walking the streets. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, yes, me too. I love it. Hi everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, Deanna. Thank you for waking up early to join us. Thank you, Deanna. Good to see you. you guys thank you for a- having me. Yeah. Stay cozy. <laughs>